right. Welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. And, hey, we got a great show going on, and Miss Sherry Lasky's in the house. Hey, How are we doing there, lady? Doing fine. It's Monday. It is Monday, huh? How was your day? Pretty good. Pretty Pretty good? good? Yeah, just busy. Busy? Doing stuff? Yes, doing a lot of stuff. A lot lot of stuff. stuff. You're always doing something. Yeah, trying to get my garden together with left of it. Oh, okay, okay. So let me ask you about this garden. When does when do things just start kind of when the when the weather turns cold like our first frost like when it first frost is when a lot of stuff is gonna die it is yeah when it gets real so real you cold, need to pick 30. it before it all dies huh? well I'm trying to hold out and see what's gonna last you know because I still have tomatoes coming through oh so, you got tomatoes yeah I have tomatoes and basil like crazy yeah. give so, me a couple of them tomatoes I, <laughs> them. I had them set right there on the side I, I ran off and left them because I yeah, definitely thought I about like you. tomatoes now. okay yeah, that's the one okay yeah, I need to bring them by then them tomatoes so it's all good well hey we got a great show today you know we got Mr. Larry Harris Yes, yeah, the Larry one and only Harris. you guys. Larry Harris is in the building of the Dream yes, Center indeed. and a hundred black men. And we want you to tune in. And a hundred black men? Yeah, well he's okay. he's hooked up. All right. This is a this is a good brother. I know. You know who's doing good way things, you know. back. Elementary. Yeah. He used to didn't be that tall. I used to be, you know, we he's like maybe two Three inches taller than me, but now it's like <laughs> that's a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he's here, and we're gonna bring him on in just a little bit. Uh, meanwhile, just uh, let me see what's going on. Uh, hey, you know they painted over the Black Lives Matter mural down there no. on Greenwood. Yeah, I'm... they tarred over it and took it. It's gone. Wow, that's like one of like one of five in the country. Yeah, they but... they did away with it. You know. That just so. lets you know they don't know the significance of, like, why black lives matter. If black lives well, don't matter on Black it, Wall Street, black lives really don't matter, <laughs> you know. And, and so, it don't so, matter, you so know. It's like crazy. It's almost like a kind of slap in the face. It is. You know, it is a backhanded slap. Um, you know, come to you. It's kind of like me coming to your house and painting your house the color that I want it right. to be. And you better like it, Bobby. Yeah. I like paint now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it's like to me, a slap in the face. Wow. That they did something like that. Jeez, but they're always doing something like that to us. Yeah, you know? and that's the narrative that, you know, that I don't know what the spin is going to be for them, but for us, it's yeah. like when we tell our stories, that's what we keep saying, when we tell our stories yeah. and we say, you took Black Lives Matter off, okay, historic Greenwood, not even a full block. You let us know that black lives really don't matter here. Not to them. Okay. Because so, I bet you if it had been on another part of town, you know, they would have left it. Yeah. White lives matter. Absolutely. It would have be, been there. Oh, God. I've been out in Oklahoma, rural Oklahoma. Yeah. Woo! Trump. I saw super cracker on somebody's truck. Big super, black what? super cracker with that, a Confederate flag. In the, you know, where the bumper part, you know, it's licensed And place. it said Super Cracker? It said Super Cracker. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and Haskell yeah. County, I was just like, well, okay then. Yeah, this Tell is a red, mean. this is a red state. You know. And they believe they're but real friendly. Racist, <laughs> friendly racist, huh? <laughs> it's just like, you well, know, okay. that's crazy to me. It just gets on my nerves to even think about it. But that's what's know. going on in our world. That's our world right now. Right. Well, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, just want to let you guys know uh, a few things is going on around here. Let's see. 
My show here, the Bobby Eaton Show, airs every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m., like tonight. So you tell your family members, tell your friends. Hold on, man. I'm I'm having a senior moment. Okay. (laughs) Tell your family members and tell your friends every Monday and Wednesday, 6 p.m., and on Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m. So we're right here. Tune in. Don't hesitate. Tell, tell a family member, tell a friend, tell somebody, you know, to come in and tune in. And tomorrow night, it's the Two Dog Sports Talk Show. Uh, man, they come in here, they be cutting up. Talking that sports, uh, Drone and Yo, Two Dogs, that's what they call themselves, Drone and Yo. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's just a trip, you know. We be hoorahing and talking and about all these, you know, football teams, basketball teams, you name it. Sports, 6 o'clock, Two Dogs Radio Show. That's every Tuesday. Wednesday, uh, 1 o'clock, World One Development with Charles and Damali. They come in here, World One Development, news you can use. Hey, you know, they just broadcast from Minneapolis, Minnesota. They were up there in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. And they broadcast the KBOB 89.9, and it just showed us that we can go anywhere on the globe. Yes. You know, we got visual, and we got everything. Cool. So, which was a real cool thing. So, I was happy to uh, do that. So, yeah. I saw the Molly, and Charles. Charles was there, too? Yeah, he was there, too. Okay. You know, so they were there. Wow, and that's awesome. It was awesome. So, JB Smooth. So, so he was there too, broadcasting, or was he doing it remotely from here? Who JB Smooth? No, he was there. He was there. The three of them went to Minneapolis, right? Okay, and then I they, don't know, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and they they broadcast back here, okay, you know, through remotely, right. and that just showed me that uh, okay, we can go, right? We're all over the globe, absolutely. So that that's what was happening. So um, all right, we're gonna take a little break, and uh, we're gonna come right back with uh. Larry Harris, you know, and uh, he's got a lot of stuff to talk about here, and we're going to do that. All right, stick around. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. I don't need the four things to show how much you mean to me. The one thing that helps me keep my sanity, you bring so much joy and energy. Whoa. Hold on. Wait a minute. Light my fire. Take your time. Electrify my loving. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Till the season for nothing. One thing after give ain't enough for my baby. No. No one thing just ain't right. So will you Wait a minute. 
Light my fire, take your time, electrify my loving. Cross my heart, hope to die, just the season for loving. One day after year ain't enough for my baby, no. One day just ain't right, so will you be here on KBOB 89.9 FM and in the studio Larry Harris how we doing bro hey man i'm all right man blessed blessed well man glad to have you here and uh you've been doing to me now this is Bobby Eaton talking i'm saying you've been doing some great things in the community dealing with our youth and uh before we get started tell us a little bit about where you from? I know where you're from, but tell every our audience and people who listen who may not know who Larry Harris is. First thing, let me do one thing. Let me say it's an us thing. Okay. You, you know, first God, but then oh, we, yeah, have, sure. we have done the hundred. The guys is with me, hundred black men, Tulsa Dream Center Victory. You know, we're a unit because mm-hmm. if you got me, you got all three of us. Right. That sounds you know, good. So I want to start with that. But yeah, I'm Larry Harris. Uh, I've worked in the community over 32 years at some facet. Been running. Uh, I'm an ex basketball player. Uh, For uh, what school? Well, I played East Central High School. Oh, East Central. Wow. Okay. Ant- wow. Mm-hmm. Anthony Boyd, William Child, Ray okay. Wilson, Jody Green, Chris Hughes. It was a bunch of guys. But um, I had one scholarship. 
and that was the Eastern State in Wilberton, Oklahoma. You okay. went to school in Wilberton? Girl, I went there in 81 and fell in love. Woo-wee. Skipping rocks and listening to country and western in oh the top Oh, my 20. God. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I, I was in the neighborhood, Kenta. Yeah. So, oh, you yeah. got a kid in Oklahoma? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all had some track stars. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's but, good. That's good. Um, after I got my social degree, I transferred down to John Brown, and that's why I had a reality check. Mm-hmm. Because I was told just to, I was kind of naive. Go to class, and I mean, turn in my homework and te- pass a test, and I was going to pass. So I was asking like 13, 14 a game, getting like seven rebounds. I thought I was the thing. That was my junior year in 1983. Well, at Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. I got a. <laughs> My my coach came in there at Christmas and said, Lottie, I got bad news for you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is my, that what your coach said? Well, my grades look like a, a, a <laughs> drug driver report. Oh, man. Drug driver report? Boy, I had D-W-F-F-I. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. That was a dose of reality, man. Yeah. But God's good. I, That's okay. Yeah. That's I, all right. I came home for about a week and. And lied to my friends, like, yeah, because I was just on in the newspaper and everything on my scoring and what I was doing in the game. Wow. And here I am at Christmas time with no, can't go back to school. Oh, wow. But I, mm-hmm. I went down Central State. And by uh time school started, I was on a scholarship. And I had to take uh, 12 hours that summer. And I, cook, I was a fry cook. Right there at uh, World of Fun, what they call it, when you first come into town mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Then the music Yeah, the music yeah. I was a fry cook there in 84 in the summer. Got to do what you got to do. I took 12 hours, and then I took 18 the next year. Man. And I, ended up, I ended up graduating on time and had a very good senior year in college. That's awesome. So, you know, That's senior awesome. year. So sports. Great. Now, we were talking earlier off air Man, you come from a big family, man. Yeah. How man. many? How many was in your family? Man, my mother and dad had twelve kids, man. <laughs> my mother and dad mm-hmm. had ten boys, two girls. Oh lord. And it's so crazy because she was just short, just talking about us growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, I was short and fat. Okay. I grew six inches in college. I was six Whoa. one when I went out. I'm six six now. But I was six one when I went out. So you grew. Height always was in your family because, yeah. as I know, uh, your brother yeah. uh, Melvin Harris went to school right. with me, right. and he was always tall. Right. See, I, that was the thing. All nine of my brothers went to the service. I had four brothers uh, fighting Vietnam at the same time. Oh my wow. Uh, one got shot out of a out of he was a I guess a fighter. Uh, uh, one of them guys that comes out of. The, the plane that they dropped down. Yeah. 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 He ended up doing 32 years. This is my oldest brother. He's still alive. 76 years old. Mm, still alive. Wow. Still in the game, huh? Yeah. I only got uh, two brothers left alive. I have seven brothers that died now. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right, now, where do you fall in that? that I'm hole? the last. You're the, You're the last. I'm the baby of everybody. Wow. I'm, You're the baby boy, yeah. huh? Oh, I'm, my God. I'm that explains. <laughs> that explains school. Yeah. That explains <laughs> it all. Man. Yeah. Wow, my, my former wife that just passed not too long ago used to always say, "Your mama found you somewhere." <laughs> <laughs> hey, she used to tell my mother that did back she, in the day. Did she, did she say that, Larry? She said, "Miss Harris, where you find that boy? Because that boy don't look nothing like y'all." She said, "That's my baby. Don't be talking about my baby." Uh, 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 that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, man, born and raised here in Tulsa, oh, grew yeah. up, you know, yeah. in the neighborhoods and yeah. the community and. 
things like that. What made you decide to uh, get involved with youth? Uh, I mean, y'all, because I know you didn't do that all your life. No, uh, got a lot of influential guys. Uh, one, playing with Marcus Hanks for a while, the magician. Oh, you were working we, with them? I played for them. Uh, we did the East Coast. We did uh, 43 states, 129 cities. Okay, and you were playing with yeah, them. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, a great yeah, accomplishment. Oh, yeah. I okay. I got to play with yeah. them, me, Scotty Stafford, Daryl Madden, William Childs, and a few other guys, you know, at some point in time. About a four five year series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were those guys prim- primarily from Tulsa? Or yeah, most place? of us was Marcus like He sent out well, Sam Springs. Yeah, well, he, he graduated from Booker T. Yeah, yeah. you talking about the Marcus, yeah. and he they was a globe trotter. Yeah, right. He was yeah. a Langston. He was he was a globe trotter. Right. He got in. You know him and management didn't get along. He also was so drafted. He, oh, he formed his own league or something. He formed didn't he? his own team. Own that's team. Yeah, amazing. and that's who we played for. Uh huh. And see, it's so funny because he first he used to have guys. He used to get talent in New York, everywhere, California. But Marcus walked around with a briefcase full of money. Marcus, he was a money buddy, man. Marcus huh? about money, man. Yeah. Wow. yeah. But he went on and got homegrown talent. He'd take us, and we'd be on the road four months, and we'll come home for about two months, and we'll go back on the road and back and forth, you know. But you know what? That's something that we really don't talk about in our community. No, we His don't. His connection with the Globe Trotters, the yeah. fact that he was a, he was in my mother's class, right. that not my mother's class, but that era. Right. And I know he went to Booker T because it's like, Mom, he, this is Globe Trotter. You know, right, I made the right. connection looking through a yearbook. Right. But the fact that he started his own league then right. in the 80s. See, wow. The, the thing was, we did, we was a show ball. We was family. We was family. If you're going to play with Marcus, you better have a smile on your face, and you better be able to get kids. You know, because at the end of the game, we don't leave every autograph with sign. Mm-hmm. You know, so we might be our sign autograph. Wow. But we mm-hmm. go to the next town. So you guys you guys just turned, uh, just toured the country, right? Right, yeah. Various different places, hotel, yeah. motel, Every, Holiday right. Inn. Everywhere. You, you know. said 143 cities in uh, a year? We do 129, 129 cities. 129 cities? 43 states. 43 states. Vermont, okay. Delaware. I've been Everywhere. There. New Hampshire. Yeah. So that was during a period of what, like the seventies? That was the late eighties. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was the eighties. That's right. You were graduating from high school. That was the eighties. That's eighties. Okay, huh? Mark, Marky, your, yeah. your brother. Okay, I got okay, you. I got you. Yeah. They yeah. all in the same, same group. Same yeah. group. Yeah. 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 See, that's yeah. when basketball in Tulsa, when Oklahoma was outstanding. You know, we had eight guys in the NBA at the same time. <laughs> You know, Name them. Whoa, do you Name remember? Them. Because, I mean, I know it we was had, killer. We John Wayman. Stark. Now I started with Wayman. Yeah, yeah Wayman, Wayman. Anthony Boyce, John Stark, Wayman Tisdale. Well, you, that's two. Uh, you doubled him up. Okay, Richard Dumas was later mm-hmm. on in there. Uh, Khalil Izabuki. Uh, who else? Some more, huh? Yeah, it's two more. Yeah, two more. yeah, yeah. It's two more. Wow, that was quite oh, a bit. Lee McDaniels, Lee Mayberry. Yeah, yeah, Lee Mayberry, all them. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. With all that talent taking place, what happened? Because I know John Starks invested into the community. Right, right. He did, but I don't know much. I wasn't here at the time. But why come some of those pro athletes making millions of dollars couldn't get together and do some economic development? Well, here in Tulsa. I think because it was early on and they was everybody I named is family oriented. They took care they of their took families. Their family first. They took care of their families. Yeah. And yeah. you know, that was number one. You know, and uh, you know, they still do things. Lee mm-hmm. Mayberry is very active. 
Yeah. You know, and he raised six girls. I'm going to say five, six girls. They all stars. They all great people. Yeah. Uh, Clint McDaniel's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so know, they, some of them have invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, back into their community. And, you know, Lee Mayberry with his AU teams and stuff. Lee Mayberry and and uh, Clint McDaniel's came to me. I was already when I came home. I would run camps in the summer, Harris Five Star camps. Uh huh. But I didn't have no real money. Mm-hmm. So I had my partners that we played in the gyms on uh, during the week working out. They'll come and help me. I'll give them $25, $50, whatever I can give them. Right. And we run a camp, have 60, 80 kids. Wow. Well, Clint and Lee came into town. And they came on. Clint was at Sacramento, and, and Lee was with, I want to say, Toronto, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, they came in and got with me, and they threw a budget, and we started the, the Summer NBA summer uh, wow. basketball camp and yes and mm-hmm. we had three schools. I remember that we had McLean mm-hmm. we had uh, Central and we had Booger T mm-hmm. Booger T would have all the younger boys McLean would have all the older boys and Central would have the girls we ran three sites at the same time mm-hmm. and then John came along with the fact he got him and involved and John is real business. Oh yeah, John is a businessman. Right, but you know, it's so funny. Uh, even cause back in the day, it was <laughs> some hooping, man. Mm-hmm. It was some hooping, some serious hooping man, going on. Huh? Man, people come to the gym. People come to the gym just to, just watch, to watch basketball. Just to watch basketball. You know what I'm saying? May feel like on stage. And then I want to give a shout out to Scotty Stafford, man. Mm-hmm. My boy got sick and not he's down right now. But Scotty Stafford and myself and William Childs and uh, Andy Grosner and Willie Irons, we won the three-on-three, Gus Macker three-on-three for four years in a row. One year we beat John Starks and uh, Archie Marshall on the same squad. Wow. Uh, thank you, Coach Luther Piggies, because he's the one that started. You know, three-on-three was real prevalent for a while. Yeah, yeah it yeah, was. Yeah, well, Very. yeah. But you were here in Tulsa? Yeah, man, yeah. we go downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Downtown, they close off the whole street. Mm-hmm. And they okay. have all kind of that was during the time when I wasn't here, so yeah. I see, was gone. But what yeah. you just mentioned, all those players that you called off, what Tulsa is known for is the professional athletes that outside of Tulsa. Right. We don't, I well, mean, I had somebody to run it down to me one day, and I was like, you know what, you're right, you're right. And knowing all of these people, but not really like the, the accolades that they really should get right. from the community. Right. Because it's like, yeah, John lives around the corner. Yeah, Wayman down the right, street. Right, you know, right. because we because we know people growing up, well, yeah. we really don't give them that, the accolades yeah, right. that they should have. But when you leave and people are like, you you know who? What? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that, that's so, the nature of Tulsa, though. You know, yeah. that's just but, It's been like that in uh, – with sports, music, but it's you some know, guys, you know, that, it's some guys you know. that maybe don't make it to the NBA, uh-huh. yeah, but they are still like you know, uh, we got some guys that still you know played through college and came home and they doing very well, right, you know, right. Been yeah. running camps. I love Rod Thompson. Rod Thompson's a good man. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying Ali Wallace. Just some guys mm-hmm. that work with these kids, man. I'm gonna tell uh-huh. you, man. When you get down with these kids, it's real. Mm-hmm. The kids know you. Right. A kid know he he know if you care about it. He know if he's just a, a, a item on your list if you care. Because I get calls at twelve, one, two o'clock in the morning. Kid is frustrated or something, but you know it's through my organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they feel comfortable enough to call yeah. you because you're doing more than just you know a basketball. Camp. You're mentoring. You're, yeah, you're mentorship. actually mentoring it. Yeah. Uh, I got that from providing uh, the support. 
support the community. I got that from Eddie Evans, Joe Wills, Marvin Blade. Yeah. So I can name I can name city council. I can name a lot of people that was that knew of me, uh, group attendance for them. Mm-hmm. That it kind of mentored me that way because I got in trouble. You know, I mm-hmm. got in trouble with the law early on, <laughs> and uh, you know, I was going the wrong way, and these guys was there for me. And the grace of God, you know. Right. I'm still here. Right. Because you know, a lot of our peers, uh, you yeah. know, we, you and I both know a lot. It's a very humbling thing. Yeah. When you got a college degree, but because of your background, you got to go take a job that's less professional. But you got to do that to go better. You know, it's not how many times you fall, it's how many times Can't you, you get, get up. up. Yeah. You know, and, and mm-hmm. athletes, we get beside ourselves sometimes because I used to be arrogant. My wife used to tell me I was arrogant. You know what I'm saying? When we first met, I met my wife in 94. And she used to tell me, well, I've been knowing her through school. But I met her in 94. She'd say, you think you was all that. Uh-huh. Even yeah. in elementary. But, you, I mean, you, <laughs> you, had, you had the gift of gab. And you were so confident about yourself. And that's something that we squash out of black males like yourself. Right through the system. Right. So you managed to get through that, even with the hiccups that you went through. Oh, yeah. You know, but you came out on the other side shining. And that's the thing that, you know, it was a lot of, it was a lot of Larry Harris's in our community. Man. Okay. Yeah, man. But, you know, it's that borderline. That's why when I do what I do, you guys actually went to school together, huh? Yeah. I think it was elementary. Yeah. Elementary, yeah. Elementary, yeah. elementary school. But we saw each other all through oh, life. Oh, yeah, through exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that's that's Pulsa. Less than six degrees. Six less than six degrees of separation. Yeah. You can go to Atlanta. I can go to L.A. We know somebody. Oh, yeah. We that's know crazy. somebody in each place that know each other. Bobby, it's like you. You was overseas and Charlie Wilson boom. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I happen to be over there overseas. And I was a civilian contractor yeah. working over there. And uh, it's so funny because I was getting ready to come home on vacation, right. you know, just for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was walking around the military base and I saw this poster and it says, Charlie Wilson comes to entertain the troops. <laughs> I said, oh, man, I'm going to miss it. Well, I'm going to miss it because right. I'm going, going home. home. I'm already scheduled yeah. to go home on vacation and stuff, so I'm going to miss this show. Unfortunately, what happened was the prime minister of Iraq locked it down to where nobody could exit. Oh, wow. And I said, well, I can't go home. Right. You know, so <laughs> I get can't to leave. And then I was telling people around the the base. Yeah. I was telling them, hey, man, I know Charlie Wilson. That's my boy. We used to play in the garage yeah, together. Yeah, I said, man, no. we, we, we boys and stuff like that. I mean, you don't know no Charlie Wilson, You don't man. even know how to play Come an instrument. Come on, man. You don't know this. You don't. That's what they were saying, right? It was so funny because they were saying that on that base. I said, yeah, man, we boys. And Bobby talking about he know Charlie Wilson. Come on, man. And so Charlie came, and then I said, well, I'm going to go meet up with him early before the show. Because right. mm-hmm. I know where they house the entertainers right. that right. come over there right. to entertain the troops. Right. And what ended up happening was I <laughs> went there, and Charlie, I saw the bus. They right. had a bus. They just come back from eating. Mm-hmm. Him and all the musicians were right, on the right. bus. I said, that's the bus. It's coming back. <laughs> it's coming back. So Charlie got off the bus. Uh-oh. You know, he got off the bus. And I stood out from a distance, and I said, Dun 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 dun. I start humming, 
out loud, Hornet Victory. And he was looking for it. He was looking for it. He started looking for it. And he's like, Bobby! I said, Charlie! And we ran like two balls. <laughs> we collided together. Bam! And we was hugging and embracing brothers. He's like, man, two Negroes from Tulsa over here oh, in the Lord. desert. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, And then later on that night, I said, uh, I said, where can I be? I asked him, man, you got carte blanche, whatever you want to do. And so what I ended up doing was I said, well, I'm going to go out in the audience. You know, right. I could have I been up on the stage, right, right, right. but I want to go back there where the mixing yeah, board yeah, is, yeah. stand back there and hear it from the... the, the yeah. Charlie was up there, and Charlie say, where my homeboy Bobby Eaton? Bobby Eaton, where you at? I raised my hands like oh. that. That's my homeboy, Bobby Eaton, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, and it was so good and so warm, and uh, it was uh, exciting. And, you know, we talked and chopped it up and over there in Iraq. Yeah. yeah. Wow. On the other side of the world. That's amazing. You know, son, I got to tell you, uh, 1985, Central State, mm-hmm. they used to come get us to be the bodyguards. Oh, uh, wow. Down to, uh, at the center uh, down there in Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. Uh, I got to be with Thigh Mouth. Remember, Chelsea had a little rap group called Thigh Mouth. What they, year was that? That was 1985. See, I wasn't 84. here. Yeah. They opened up for uh-huh. LL Cool J. Okay. And I was right there. So I was. True story, LL had me and this other guy sitting on the fourth floor out in the hallway directing traffic. And he had number women coming in out of his room. I believe it. <laughs> it was I've crazy. seen it. And yeah. He brought that big boom box. That yeah. was the year. The big old boom box. Big yeah, boom in box his room. Huh? No, he had a big one as big as this room. Oh, wow. It was on stage with him. Oh, I came stage. in without my radio. Right, right. Okay, wow. it was part, part of his yeah, prop. Yeah, part of his prop. Okay. Yeah, wow. I, and that then was, to see what he had now, I say, wow. You know, you never right. know who you you're going to meet. And you, you never know, know where they're going to go. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and these stories, I guess we could tell a whole, <laughs> spend hours of just talking about these different hey, stories man. and all these stories have. fantastic, iconic people from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa got it. Tulsa got it. You know, we got a lot of people. Those people you name along with. Uh, actress, actors yeah, and actresses, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah football, Alfre Woodard and Alfred all of them, Woodard. right out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, and uh, hey, we need to honor these people, and you know, they've done a lot of good work, hey, and hey. I wish some of them would come back and do something here right. in our communities. But when you paint over Black Lives Matter... Yeah. You know, I have to think twice about coming home. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 a cha- real. It's, it's a challenge. You got to call them out on it's it. It's a challenge. So, Larry, growing up here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, playing basketball with all these iconic players and stuff like that, you eventually joined up with the Dream Center. Uh, what happened was I was working in the house. I was working in the housing. Uh, out at the Bradford as a re- Housing Authority because yeah. you've worked in other places yeah. too because that's where I remember you yeah. way back in the day. Uh, I started out at uh, working for Emmanuel Palmer running the Recreation Center here and he we got a grant for housing mm-hmm. so I was running Apache Manor right. and then I started running basketball league. I'm going to tell you this Bobby, God's been good man. I run basketball leagues, don't even have the money. But and people then, come and support and people you. Come and, yeah, Ruth Kaiser Nelson was one of my big ones. Uh, 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 Henry Primo, 
uh, Dick Scott uh, from Jiffy Lou. Mm-hmm. I mean, I call these guys, hey, man, I need a 1000 I need 600 you know what I'm saying? And they just come through come, with it, huh? Come right. through. Because well, they, got, they got it to come through with it. Well, they knew it was for the kids. A community. That's right. for the kids. See, I'm going to tell you something. You know, we got a lot of hatred and racism around here, but we got people that care about these kids. Oh, right. For sure. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah, but I started out, like I say, through the rec centers and just running programs. Then I got with Herb Suggs, and we did mail route through Urban League, mm-hmm. where we was going in through schools doing mentoring. Mm-hmm. And then... uh. Uh, Eddie Evans brought me back again with uh, 100 Black Men, and we going to... So you had joined up with 100 Black Men before? I, I, they were going to help me in 90, back in 91. And I then you out. left, and, and then you then, came back? Yeah, and then I, I came back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I never really left, left, but I wasn't active. Okay. I wasn't active. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I got back saved, and mm-hmm. Lord had to deal with me with my... You know, you have to drop all your friends. You got to do different things. Yeah, change your people, places, yeah. and things. Right. Yeah, I got you. These I understand. You, you got to be transparent. Yeah. You know? And they'll read you once. Oh, yeah. Don't let Mr. Harris be someone he ain't supposed to be. They're going to call you out. <laughs> on, huh? In front of everybody. <laughs> well, uh, working at the Dream Center, working at the Dream Center, you are constantly doing things. You're constantly doing things, and so we want you to uh, explain to us when you first started working there. Man, uh, I mean, like the first day yeah, you got yeah, the, the first day you got to okay, the Dream Center. Let me, let me. The first day was four years, five years ago. Yeah, Eddie Evans said me because we was doing basketball league. We was just uh, volunteering, and then the next year we ran a league. We ran a league at Dream Center. All the time, and 100 Black Men is uh, uh, co-sponsors. Really, we volunteer, pay for the T-shirt. Well, uh, when my wife died, uh, Pastor Tim came to the hospital. Yeah, Pastor Tim. And then he he said, "Larry, I got you, man." So after she died, you know, I I took about a month and a half tripping. It really took longer than that, but you know, I had to get off my feet because I was still going into school. That's mm-hmm. what was keeping me focused. The kids was helping me more than they even knew. Right. So uh, Pastor Tim said, well, I got you this, I got you that. And he hired me as a recreation director. And then they made me a transportation uh, assistant out there also. So I, I'm over the vans that keeps other vehicles. Yeah, all the vehicles and, and, and stuff and, like that. Yeah, I do recreational programs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you work nonprofit, you do everything that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, uh, in the last, since March, we've gave away over 6 million meals. Wow, man, that's a uh, lot that's, of meals, man. I heard Friday. you once. I heard I was talking to Pastor Tim, and he said, "Man, cars were all backed uh, up, MLK, oh, all down. I first, you know, Forty Sixth Street North. I mean, it was just, it was just crazy. I first, uh, the first one we did, the COVID deal that we did, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. had so many cars and we didn't have it lined up right." And the police department had to come and show us how to do it. Wow. We had all the way up to 36th Street. Around oh, wow. The yeah, it was all oh, messed up. Oh, man. Because they didn't know you're supposed to come down Osage. Oh, and then we have one way right, in. One way in and one way out. Yeah. So yeah. You, you guys just had people were just bumping into oh, each other, huh? That first one. And, and people couldn't, you didn't know how to yeah. to navigate the yeah, traffic. Yeah, we didn't. We called in, you know, me and Pastor Tim both know, and AJ, we all know uh, the law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Funny now, I got about six or seven on my phone 
<laughs> but back in the day, you know, it was a little different. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they came out the lawn and Marcus and and uh, Donnie Johnson them. And, they came out and Derek them and they fixed the traffic up and threw other officers. I don't want to leave nobody. And they out. directed the traffic. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But uh, and then during the week we go out lunches. Yeah, and, even uh, right pass- to this day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, Pastor Tim is over here. Yeah. He and his wife have a show on Sunday night yeah. Oh, yeah. called mm-hmm. the His and Her Show. Uh, Pastor Tim and Nicole Newton, right, right, right here. Great guy. Yeah, that's, that's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. Good dude. That is yeah, a that's, good dude, yeah. man. Because yeah. I'm gonna tell you, uh, he helps you keep your focus. Yeah. Because he'll put you out there if he feel you know what you're doing. He'll put you out there and don't mess with you. Now he'll come to you before you mess up. You know, before you get if he sees something not going. Right. They call you out on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they're so you. they're so young and vibrant, right? Yeah. And energetic, and, energetic, and they very. have energy, and they right. have. You know, vision. great vision. That's what's wrong. A lot of us older guys won't really listen to the young guys. But these you young got guys, to. they got some good ideas. They got some good thoughts. You can't think that direction. you just know everything. Yeah. And they just got to listen to you. Right. Because you can learn from them. You can learn from them. Yeah. Hey, right, my, right there. My mother always says, if you go a day without learning, you wasted a day. Yeah. Because you can learn. You, you wasted. Yeah. You know, huh? You know, so that's what's going on. So, being at the Dream Center every day and uh, dealing with the youth, what are some of the things that you encounter that you have to adjust? Because I know a lot of the children that come uh, come from broken families right. and broken homes, right. and right. they don't have that direction. And they're looking at this big six-foot-six six <laughs> brother, you know yeah. what I mean? Is it an intimidation? Are they intimidated? Uh, some oh. of them, but some of them love to come at you, too, though. Oh, God, they yeah. Challenge you. Challenge you. Yeah. And it's so funny because last year we had this one family, and uh, one of the girls is like 19, but she watches her little sister now, so she's there with them. And little brother, and they're a little rambunctious. Well, you know, I had to put them out one weekend, one game. But the next day they came back, and they tried to disguise themselves. Like, oh, I God. Well, they disguised themselves. What did they do? Well, they they uh, was bullying other kids. Uh, oh no no no! I don't how did they do? I, yeah. I know I know you I know you deal, uh, but I'm saying, what did they do they to disguise cover they, themselves? Cover their face up, oh wow! Put a hoodie on, just little stuff thing <laughs> I won't remember. Right? And, you uh, knew who Jessica was. I, huh? I let him in, and then I fed him. Uh huh. And a little girl came to me, and now we best little friends. She come up all the time just say hello. But you know, kids is kids. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, it's just that you know the young men who are the young men who are that are. Bust out our windows that we had a problem with. Yeah, I you heard know. about that. So uh, you guys had a vandal, some some vandals yeah. come, and uh, they were kids. Yeah, there was kids, and uh, I went the wrong way because I'm very passionate in the wrong way. I got upset first, but Pastor Tim handled it so well because we ended up finding kids. Yeah, I heard. And we uh, talked to the parents. And we I mean, had it wasn't three, but it was three three vans that were vandalized, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, wow. kids. They busted yeah. out the windows. Yeah, they was mischief. Huh? They was a little mischievous. But yeah, but we 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 he handled it. Pastor Tim handled it. We turned around and we gave the kids little contracts, parents contracts, and the kids worked it all summer long, working all community service hours, cleaning. We cleaned up and down the street. <laughs> You know me, you know me. You clean you know. everything. So we had to do some humbling things. You know, clean up and down Cincinnati. I was out there with them. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't do it. We put gloves on. We had masks on. So they worked. They worked, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, worked yeah. it back we off. Cut, we cut some yards. We cut some trees. 
Wow. Uh, you know, we deliver. We we did we had to do. Our kids want that. That's something that you learn. The kids want discipline, but they want consistent discipline. Yeah. See, there's a yeah. difference. Don't cuss me, fuck me, and holler at me, and then don't reward me when I do something Some right. Good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we got kids that need praise. Yeah. I loved it. Don't you love praise? Well, it depends, it, Sherry, it depends Sherry on the me? praise. It depends on the praise. Yeah. And I was one of those kids that would, like, kind of float. Yeah. You know, you saw me, well, but they needed... Quiet, yeah, uh, I was quiet, because uh, they're just like... Mm, you can be yeah. in the house and don't even know you're there. Right, yeah. exactly. I think, uh, you know... When Cooking you... up a storm, just building up a whole other room in the back. What you doing? Nothing. <laughs> when you reward a, ch- a child, you know, that's, and they know that you're feeling good about them, they like that. They mm-hmm. try harder. They yeah. try harder. You yeah. know, like, wow, man. It's, and sometimes I think young people just need some love. A lot, a lot of, of them. A lot of, them. A lot of especially they nowadays, just, they need that praise. And we got to go down to their level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. You can't always act like we all this and all mm-hmm. that. Well, you all know. No, they don't know better. They don't. Mm-hmm. They you don't. Know what I'm saying? They, if they haven't been, if they haven't been taught. And how can they know? Right, right. You know, it's kind of like a, I always use this analogy like a wild bronco in the pasture just right. bucking wild. Right, right, he right. bucking wild. He going to buck until somebody breaks in right. to be able to ride him. Right. You know, and some of our, I'm not saying that they're animals or anything like that, but I'm just saying they have to be taught, right. you know, how to, and, to and do mm-hmm. and respect and have dignity and integrity and stuff like that. It can't even form, can't even spell integrity, See, you that, know? That's our first thing. And uh, let me switch for you. I am the vice president of 100 Black Men of Tulsa. Okay. And I'm also the mentoring chair. And now we're nine schools. Oh, and that's man. one of our first things that we do our first month of, uh, of uh, in, when we go into school. Every, we go once a week, one hour. And that first month, we do nothing but core words. We, we talk about integrity. Use it in a sentence. Spell it. Look it up in a dictionary. That's what you I'm know what I'm saying? And then we go compassion. Then we mm-hmm. go responsibility, reliability, accountability, leadership. Yeah. We have about 10 core words. These kids got to write them all down. Mm-hmm. And they got to use them all themselves. They got to mm-hmm. be able to, we want them to, be able to spell it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, most of them can do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the kids need this. And we, we hold them responsible. You know, we make them, you know, be responsible. We give them all a, a, a planner at the beginning of the school year, and we write down the activities we have and the things we're doing and when we're doing them. Right. You know, we and do they're it. responsible for yeah. keeping up with it. And yeah. if it's something that you're interested in, you're going to show up for it. If you missed it, didn't you write it down in your planner? And Did I, you read your planner? Our <laughs> second month is also we do uh, hygiene. We give you a package. We buy a uh, package wow. everything in it, and we set it on the table now. And we use each one, show the kid how you how use, each, use one. each one. Wow. You know, because you can tell a kid how to brush his teeth, or you can show a kid how to brush his teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy thing, ear cleaners. Kids don't realize you can't be sticking that up in there because you're clogging it right. up more. You're pushing you know, it back down yeah, off yeah. in there. Just little things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids don't know. Wow. Shaving. You can't yeah. shave back and forth. You mm-hmm. get hair bumps. You shave one way. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, basic. Stuff. And, that's, and that's something that uh, a woman wouldn't necessarily know no. to tell a male child. Right. And as a result, I'm dealing with that right, right now. Right, I got right. an 18 year old. He's a brill. He's brilliant, right. but 
I'm like, why are you walking around looking like a woolly mammoth? I yeah. told you. They you know were, I what don't you're know. supposed to you do. You know, sometimes I think that's a uh, uh, style for them. It is. Nowadays. It hurts. It hurts. I mean, it's a step. They, you know, it's just like grooming is not important of the beards and the hair. And yeah. think just, just let it go. No, that's not. Well, no, that's not the way you see it. No, no you, you don't see it. She don't see it as a mother. Because you're a mother. Yeah, because I'm like, dude, where you going? No, no, that's all right. You don't need to go with me. But I'm as good. you say that, that but, girlfriend thinks he looks good. But see, good. you're right. That girlfriend thinks he looks yeah, right. Yeah, but what you, you don't right. like, they lo- they oh, like. Lord yeah, Lord they, they, they like that. Please, you know? please, Trust please, me. Yeah. Help. It's a it's it's a look and a style. You know, because I got a 20 year old. He's like that too. He just Hair just whatever got beards, you know. I'm like, okay, you know. Well, my grandson got these things sticking out now. The uh, little twiggy braids and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. style. But those are grow. Those will eventually grow out, you know, and have it's some, dreadlocks. Though. Yeah, yeah. So they go to dreads again. But but no, 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 no. There's dreads and there's a woolly mammoth where you don't call me hair oh, woolly okay. mammoth. Well, that's okay. what that is. That's a yeah. style. That's just like we used to wear the afros back oh, in the day. Yeah, yeah. You but know you how we used to have the afros all trimmed oh, up yeah. and stuff, yeah. and all of that oh, kind of boy. stuff. What about the cloud shoes? You oh, man, cloud, <laughs> bell bottom, oh, yeah, wow. like that. You know, so that, their style is totally different. Yeah. I mean, I no see, style. I see it all. I see bed. it all the time. Roll out of bed and just let your let it be natural. Mm-hmm. I can't you get know. some skinny jeans, man. Oh, well, yeah. we ain't gonna talk I about that one. I, yeah. I ain't I ain't with no skinny <laughs> jeans, man. I'm too big, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bend over that chair. Yeah, I'm <laughs> big enough too. Ain't yeah. nothing skinny over here. Yeah. You know, so well look here, we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come back. You're on the Bobby Eaton show. Larry Harris, the the famous legendary Larry Harris is yeah. in the house. And we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna be right back. On the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. Thank you. 
That's right, fire here on KBOB 89.9. This is where we tell our stories our way in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So if you're listening to us, you can also live stream us for those who can't get us. Uh, KBOB 89.9. I'm sorry, let me go back. KBOB 899.com. Again, live stream KBOB 899.com. Right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Larry Harris is in in here. So, so Larry, um, tell us a little bit about uh, 100 Black Men. You know, we were talking earlier about 100 Black Men, but uh, you guys, man, do so much. You you take those boys, and I seen you guys on a fishing trip. Oh man, uh, yeah. Our president came up with the idea, you know, the, <laughs> this summer, and uh, we went out there on a the boat. Uh, we took about three different groups of kids. You only put about eight. On a boat. Yeah, you don't put it no more than eight. I mean, you know, we in the lake. Yeah, we was in the lake, man. That lake was 90, 90 miles long, man. What uh, lake? We was, uh, was out of Cove. Okay. Yeah, we was out there, man. Yeah, Scotchup. Okay. And we let the kids get behind the wheel when the opening. And you let them drive the boat? Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, that was yeah. fun. Uh, yeah, well, we kind of trained them. We didn't just let them drive. Yeah, right, right. right you train them first them. before you let them drive. Oh, yeah. Them. Man, I ain't man. And through. you just stand there with them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David, yeah. David was very good with that, but the kids were so excited to be in that much water. And then we, um, you know, I paid kids who have caught the biggest fish. I had a kid catch one that's about ten pounds. Oh, man, did you? A, a crappie, man. Oh wow! And he it made his day. I'm sure it did. It did made I his day. No, no, no. He ended up getting away. Uh-huh. Uh, we put him in uh, them containers and throw it uh-huh. on the side so he could stay fresh. Right. Uh-huh. Well, uh, he, didn't want, he, oh, didn't, he didn't want. Oh, okay. okay. The whole container uh-huh. ended up gone. <laughs> wow! The, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Wow! But, uh, yeah, man. We we uh, took him. There and then uh, Keith Miller, another one of my brothers. Yeah, he Keith. came up yeah. with uh, yeah. the horseback ride. So we got. Yeah, with, uh, I saw a couple of those videos yeah. on the horseback ride. Yeah, I got right it. There. I got it. See what happened. Uh, uh, Vincent Madden Cox. Uh, he's another one of our brothers. He's a uh, uh, he's he's a member and he's a horseback horseman. So uh, he uh, invited us out there. So we took ten kids a trip each trip. Eight ten kids out there. And he taught each one how oh, to wow. get on, how to yeah, ride, yeah. and how to control the horse and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the end, he, he got me. He said, oh, Mr. Harris, you said if they do it, you'll do it. And you should have saw my big old tail climbing on that horse Ooh, and riding that horse. Was that horse, horse. Was that horse crying? Oh, man. <laughs> I, think, I think when I got off, hey, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I got off, I, mean, I think he was pretty relieved. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Keith Miller even rode him, too. Oh, I, he got on his yeah, Miller? So oh, I, wow. I teased him. I took a picture of him. And uh, sung the song behind it. I'm gonna take my horse down the hotel road. Oh my God! <laughs> Old Town Road. Old Town Road. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. That's but funny. We're trying to stay active with the kids during this pandemic. And, yeah. Because uh, right now, with the schools being out, we just want to keep their attention. Yeah. And keep them focused, so we can do what we can do. We got a curriculum rolled up, but it's hard to follow it right now because we got to get more kids logged in on Zoom. Yeah, and participate. Uh-huh. Yeah, and with uh, with school being the way it is right now, everybody, all the kids got laptops and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And they're logging in. I was just 
witness a kid uh, the other day that was logged in on a laptop right, right. doing their homework and right. stuff, and the mother say, "Shh, yeah. quiet." They, 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 you know, on doing their homework. Yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of uh, our kids, especially in North Tulsa. They're getting better. I won't say the parents. It's really focusing now because they see it's not a one man thing. It's something got to be done. Mm-hmm. Or we're gonna lose a lot of kids. Because I don't care what nobody say. I think we lost last semester. Yeah, we, uh, we lost yeah. the summer. We lost uh, that, yeah. that last semester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We one, did. You know, we we wasn't watching our kids. We didn't uh, keep them positive and make them do the right thing. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's you got to remember, our kids ain't quick to grab a book and read it. Not all of them. Not all of Have books in the house. Yeah. It's so. all about that cell phone. Yeah. They'll yeah, grab their right. cell phone and, yeah. and, and look at that. But who provides you know? the cell phone? Yeah. You know, so yeah. if, you, if you're doing a cell phone bill, how many books you have in the yeah, house? That is so true. And that kind of thing. So one thing we're learning, though, through 100 Black Men is we try not to, we want to help family, uh-huh. but we don't want to try to just tell family because there's a difference. They, they'll take your assistance of helping but you know, a lot of people don't want to be told what to do or suggested what to do. And see, we really just make suggestions. It's just common. Right. If you play cursing music, your kid is gonna curse. Yes, it, yeah. Yes. Dirty, dirty, dirty music is dirty gonna music, bring about whatever, yeah. whatever and, you do in front and, of your kids. It's it's getting to it's getting to the point to where it's almost accepted. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that yeah. hurts. It hurts too. You're right. Yeah. It's it accepted. Hurts, it hurts. You know. Because if someone listens to a lot of the uh, dirty music all day and all night, it gets baby. embedded yeah, into well, their, their mindset. It's sabbatical. You know, you hear it enough, you start singing it yourself. And, yeah. you know, I you have, start becoming that right, music. Right. I have yeah. uh, kids in the call of time. They get tired of me because I listen to talk radio. Yeah, I right. listen to 9705. I listen to you guys. Mm-hmm. And you guys, when y'all fade out, I'm going to 99.5. Right, exactly, exactly. I, I can't play this music. <laughs> the other day I slipped and let the kids play and I'm hearing Cardi B oh, talking. I'm like, no, nah, for real, oh, man, for real. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a song like that being created? Ooh. And the word, I, have you seen the video? No, no. Have you seen the? You guys I seen? haven't heard. It or is, seen the video. It's a song called WAP. Yeah. W A P. That's all. I don't tell you what it means. It. Yeah. But you know, it is derogatory. It's bad. Can you a little? Can you imagine little children going around saying that? Your baby, and you know, your baby, because they can say it. No, huh? no. Parents think it's cute. And you know what so she when had, your baby start acting yeah. like that and carrying <laughs> and, on like and that and Cardi bring B, some back to the house, you'd be mad. So no. Yeah, and and Cardi B said, someone asked her, "How are you going to explain that to your, your children, child. your child, when they grow older?" And she said, "Well, <laughs> I just got a lot of explaining to do." You know, and but I'm just saying, but, but that's the mentality of her. You know, she, yeah, she's young that, yeah. and she's, you know, from well, the street. You know, she yeah. that's it's a whole nother arena that we're dealing with. There's no excuse for ignorance. There is no excuse for ignorance. When you dip, when you dip and battered in it, it's just yeah. like we got to get yeah. a, we got to get around the crust before we get before to the meat. Right. That's true. You know, and that's something we need to do is start. Becoming more, it's the parents need to educate themselves, right, right, right. you know, so they can teach their kids. Right. Because a lot of parents out here, they just like what I say. Some of them, not all, not all, 
but some of them are real ratchet and and hood mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. accepting hood stuff. And they know? think it's okay. They think it's cool. They think it's cool. They have never been Ooh. nothing else. Right. But again, what you listen to, what you give yourself to, is what you become. Right. And if you listen to it often enough, that's what you, that's what you get. Yeah, that's so. what you get. Well, hey, let's talk a little bit about what you got going on out here at the Dream Center, man. Well, you know, we got blessed to hook up with uh, uh, FC Soccer. It's our pro team. We have been taking uh, we've been taking about uh, 110 kids. You said FC, FC. Tell us what FC is. It's a uh, pro soccer team. You remember Tulsa Roughneck? Yeah. You remember Tulsa okay. Roughneck? Yes, remember. yes. They are uh, okay, formerly okay. Tulsa Roughneck. Okay. And these okay. guys is outstanding. They've been okay. taking our kids. We're trying to get a lot of kids in North Tulsa acclimated with involved in soccer. Yeah. And right now, because we got a big flux of Latinos, mm-hmm. and then our young black kids just want to learn. Some different. And, yeah. and we got our regular, uh, our white kids too, but all our kids. But on uh, this coming Saturday, we're doing a video shoot. LC bought us a our own machine, our yard marking machine, and they're bringing it out, and they brought nets for the goals, and they brought uh, uh, they brought the flags, they brought everything the kids, you need to play soccer, guards, soccer balls, they brought everything we need, uh, and they we they doing a soccer drive right now, and people's dropping off stuff downtown at FC at their corporate office, and they taking it out to the soccer field, and they bring it to the Green Center. Okay, so that all all these. Bells and whistles in my head. Okay. okay. Now, now, soccer. Yes. That's not necessarily a sport that we in our community are participate in. It's mostly football, basketball. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. that earlier. But mm-hmm. it's where it's where we're going. But if you leave the country, soccer is the big sport. Yeah, you go, it's the number one sport in you, the world. Yeah, right. when you leave it is. Yeah, when you leave US, it's yeah. soccer. Yeah, right. when so you, you go across, when you go overseas and you talk to all of them. Yeah. I, I've had them say, why do you guys call it football? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's mm-hmm. soccer. Yeah. You know, soccer. And Well, they were talking about football itself. Right. You know, you guys play football over in your country. But, you know, uh, you don't really hit it with your foot. Right. Hey, man, <laughs> I tell you what, once you, you know, learn it, it's very entertaining. Well, yeah. Because I, I, did, I did not know it. I didn't know the you didn't know the game? Not until three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I've been to the last four games. I've taken at least 30 kids to the last four games. You were in a big school, right, at Burroughs, right? Yeah. In a little school, we played soccer. <laughs> so you guys we, did? We, were, we were up on, y'all was over there playing football. We were yeah. playing soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you remember and, Burroughs, too. Right, right, right. <laughs> we go and, back. You know, in, in my generation, we didn't play soccer at all. We yeah. didn't know nothing yeah. about But the thing that. is, we're getting more of our kids involved in a sport that's not necessarily open and offered to them. So what the soccer team is doing is a major Thing, we're okay? not charging nothing. No, there you go. No because kids. it costs to be in soccer. Yeah. It yeah, costs to be in the league. If you, the, if you count the soccer shoes, the chin guards, the balls and everything, mm-hmm. it costs pretty good. But we're going to do the developing of the, the field. So, so the question is, you're doing a field video this right. coming October yeah. the 10th, right? right. From Saturday. Nine, from 9 to 10.30, we're going to be out there with a film crew. So people need them. to bring their children out there? Yes. yes. Bring all your children yes. out there to the Dream Center. Right. We're going to be have. we got a station where you will be given masks, and we're going to do temperatures, and we'll do uh, social distancing. distancing. But it's outdoors, 
and we got professionals that's going to be out there. We, when they come out, we want them to know that we support them and we're going to be there mm-hmm. because the following Thursday, we're doing a free clinic for anybody that want to learn the fundamentals of coaching soccer. I want to be a part of that. Oh, okay. And that's going to be at the Dream Center Thursday evening. Okay. So if you're in the community and you want to teach, you have a soccer, you have coaches from the community too. Yeah, coaching. that's what I'm that's trying cool. to do. My yeah. main thing is in March, when March come next year, we're going to team up with the YMCA who already got a league. Right, they already and we You want to have a league? Yeah. Build a yeah, league and build out. out and games and go. stuff I'll, like that. Wait, right. wait, wait, it gets better. Then you can start having soccer competitions on 56th Street North in the complex. That is right. Yeah. Bam! Because yeah. we don't use the complex. Yeah. Right, so, right, 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 right. Right now, we got about 10 different elementary schools. The kids that was in our basketball league, they now they want to play soccer. So I had 14 teams of elementary teams in the basketball league last year. Mm-hmm. I've already got at least 12 different teams. Mm-hmm. So, soccer, cool. so soccer is a growing sport Absolutely. here in our community and stuff in like that. Yes. That's what's happening right there. So yes. if you want to join them. So, um, okay, the 10th, this weekend, right. you guys put that on your, your, your calendar. Age group, anybody? Right. Uh, elementary. Only elementary? No, no, anybody could come, but this league is going to focus on elementary. So we elementary. Want, elementary. We okay. want families. Okay. We want people to come out okay. and represent. So you want, yeah. Yes. You we want to start training up uh, the students in elementary right. school. Right. Because right. eventually we wanted to make it through high school. We want to do like we're doing in basketball. Right. We want to expose our kids to something other than just, we can throw a, a soccer ball out there. If we don't train them, it won't be as fun as it would if they was trained and taught the right way. So I want to play devil's advocate. What about the middle school kids and high school kids that kind of miss out on this? Is that, what, I mean, because is you that, never know who you're missing. You right. may have someone that's really interested in soccer right now, right. but there's no outlet for me. We're starting with the elementary now. Mm-hmm. But believe me, we plan on tapping into the high okay. school. So you're trying to grow the brand. Yeah, we're okay. going to the elementary school, the middle school, and the high school. We're okay. going to start with the elementary right. school. Okay. Right. I see what you're doing. So that way everybody mm-hmm. gets a chance. Now, we got some right now, if we got some high school, junior high school kids want to come up and volunteer their time, mm-hmm. we welcome them to come up and learn the game, assisting the real coaches and stuff. Okay, Because cool. you need volunteers. Right. Yes, yes. Right. We need soccer. You need okay. volunteers. Okay, cool. And cool. So you got this mini clinic taking place yeah. on October the 15th? Oh, 17th is the mini clinic for the kids. Well, okay, I see one volunteers and coaches. Yeah, that's the mini clinic. That Okay, that's the fundamental teaching them. That's okay. going to teach uh, teach the fundamental game. Okay, to the volunteers yes, and to the coaches. To, the coach. to get them acclimated yeah. to how the game is being it's, played yeah. and, and scoring and yeah. everything like that. That's on the 15th yes. from 6 to 7.30. Yes. Like okay. an hour and a half. Yeah, right? about an hour and a yeah. half. And then you have another mini clinic for elementary school students. That's the one Saturday morning. That's, that's at October 17th. Yep. From 9 that's to 12, we're going to have professional. <laughs> well, we got professional got soccer coaches. breakfast. Yeah, we got <laughs> professional soccer coach players that's going to be out there assisting yeah. the kids. Right. We're going to put them in about 10 different stations. We're going to put about 10 kids in each station. And they're going to teach them the fundamentals of soccer. Well, not okay. only that, they're going to be checking them out and see who has potential. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's I'll be a, looking that's for that. Big, I'm, I'm going to be watching. We're watching that, yeah. too, as well. Yeah. So, to run it all back, field video on October the 10th from 9 to 10.30, right? right? And then the 15th, October 15th, 
from that's going to be for volunteers and yep, coaches. Volunteers and, coaches. and that's from 6 to 7.30 right. p.m. for anybody who wants to be a coach anybody or volunteer. Want to learn the game. Yeah, and then you have another mini clinic for elementary school students at the Tulsa Dream Center, which all this is going to be at the Dream yes, Center. Yes, yes. Uh, that's October 17th. That's on our court. Right, from 9 to 12 p.m. Yes. So yeah. nine in the morning to to twelve noon, yep, huh? That's it. That's what's going on right Man. there. Oh. And you know, there's some numbers, Larry. You got some numbers down here. Is this your number? Yeah, I'll... that's my phone number. Yeah. I don't mind nobody. Give it. My go number. ahead and give it out. My uh, you can reach me at um, uh, Larry Harris five two two at yahoo dot com. Larry Harris five two two at yahoo dot com. Small case letter. Is there a phone number? Uh, you can call me. I got a Texas number, guys. Yeah, it's six eight two. Two two one eight six eight four, or you can call the Tulsa Dream Center. Right, right. I got a Texas number too. Still got one. Yeah, I've been having yeah, it for years. years. Me, yeah. twenty five. Yeah, yeah, I understand how that goes. You don't want to get rid of your contact. No, no, no. Yeah, because I still deal with some people from yeah from other places and stuff like yeah. that. That's great, man. This is going to be fantastic, man. Hey, man, I'm just we want the Tulsa Dream Center. We do not charge kids. And yeah, we're I doing, know don't. We do so many different entities. You know, we have a like right now. We're looking for sixth graders from Monroe. We got an educational program that I think a lot of sixth graders don't realize. Mm-hmm. We got a, a hope program uh, that uh, Alandra is teaching over at uh, Tulsa Dream Center. They meet from eight to uh, eight to three Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. That's educational, mm-hmm. and and this is dynamite. Mm-hmm. But we need more kids. Mm-hmm. Do you? You, I, do you guys still have a medical health oh, program man. over there? Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. We got our There's medical clinic. Medical our clinic, medical right? clinic is uh, right now it's by appointments. Because of this pandemic, it's yeah. by appointments. Yeah. Our food giveaway, like that's on Fridays now. Usually that was two days a week when we had open doors so you can come in and get your groceries. But now we got the drive-thru. Uh, we have a clothing giveaway. We redid our whole clothing room. It's going to open up real soon. We got a lot of nice clothing in there. So, you know, we we got some good stuff going on. Got some out stuff there. going on at the Dream oh, Center. Yeah, huh? no, we, not, we have Victory North now at the Dream Center. For those who like to go to church on Sundays, you can go to Victory North from 11 to 1230. Okay. And, uh, so you don't have to drive out the 71st. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to drive all the way out there. If you <laughs> want some Victory. Us. If you yeah, want some yeah. victory, you can come right there and get you some, too, because we got Dynamite Pastors, Pastor Ashley and Pastor Sharon and Pastor Jeremy and, and uh, AJ and, and uh, Pastor Paul and them. They come out sometime or they'll video, video uh, preach the message. So we got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back to your um your educational component. You said it starts from eight o'clock to three o'clock Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Uh, we have uh, classroom education where they have their books and stuff, their Chromebooks. Mm-hmm. We assist them in their daily lessons. And then uh, we also got some stuff that we add to it, some educational workshops. Mm-hmm. We got a computer lab. You know, don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us we, what you got now. Tell everybody got, what the dream center got, got out there. a computer lab out there uh, with about 14 different computers that mm-hmm. the kids can study on and study with. Um, we got dynamite teachers. 
So, for example, if I'm a working parent, I don't want to leave my kids at home during the day. I can bring them there Monday uh, and Tuesday. How does that they, work? If they're in the sixth grade of Monroe, mm-hmm. you can do it. Because okay, it's, it's only under, for it's, sixth grade. It's like Monroe. it's under a grant thing right there. Okay. It's under 21st century grant. So okay. you have to be attending Monroe. Monroe yeah, sixth, sixth grade. Or you can go be a John Hope Franklin. Or you could have been the first ones to sign up mm-hmm. through the Dream Center, but see, we already closed that enrollment. Okay, it's already closed until okay. January. Okay. But okay. if this stuff lasts longer than January, we'll be back talking yeah. because we're gonna lay out a whole new format. Pastor Tim has already got things on his mind that we want to add because I tell you, it got scary for a minute. Yeah. A lot of kids wasn't logging in. It's more logging in now. Yeah, they weren't logging into the school system at all, at all. At all. Yeah. So they weren't that, getting no they kind of no that first no couple of weeks, plan or nothing. That no. first couple of weeks, no lesson plan. No so lessons. No lessons. They was crying and we ain't got a hot spot and and my Chromebook ain't working and I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it takes, but we got to make our kids log on. Mm-hmm. And the parents well, gotta make well, gotta get there to help them log yes. on. And if for the those who can't. So if the yeah. parents don't know how to log, log on. on and be active in that level, right. it may you know, be because it may be too. Think about it. Some parents are not. They're yeah, not technical. Yeah. They're not tech savvy at all. And so it's like, oh, I'm lost. Yeah. I don't know how to do okay, this. Okay, let's stop and think. It, let's take it to the next level. You're dealing with grandparents and right. great grandparents right. raising right. kids. Right. So oh yeah. If my mom had to deal with somebody's, right. you know, Zoom but class, you can, go, uh, you can call Tulsa Public Schools. And they I, got a basic. They got a basic website. So, that you can, uh, so I'm just I'm thinking, trying to find some like, ways. All I'm thinking about is all those seniors looking over their glasses. The baby, what we doing over here? Now, what is this thing right here? Well, see, the kids know more about it than the right, parents do. Well, see, right. Y'all yeah. would laugh at me because when I first came home, I know I got the same number. This is my third phone. I had a flip phone for 14 years. Oh, oh wow! Because I work in the community, everywhere yeah. I go, I'm working with kids. Uh-huh. And I, the last thing I want to do is get mad because a kid have taken my phone. phone. Right. And they don't know no better. Right. You know, some of them, I ain't going to say, I ain't going to constitute all of them. Some of them don't know no better, and they may take it. They take this. When they used to see my flip phone, they bring it to me. They thought it was they, a phaser. Yeah. So, they yeah. wasn't about to take yeah. that because well, you can't, you can't do nothing on that. So you yeah. kept it. You kept that I, because I did, of that reason. Yeah, I kept mm. that because I understand the cause of that in, reason. Working in the community, guys, it's a lot of things, you know, like like I say, you got to be transparent. Mm-hmm. In my car, you can go through You can go through this phone. You can go through anything I have. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because kids is looking. Right. Not especially with somebody who's supposed to have morals and values. And they, ooh. You know, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be the one, you know, mm-hmm. and if they don't see it in you, then what else? What What's next, you know? Well, it goes beyond that because you schooled me one day. I was doing a, um, I was making glitter balls at Apache. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this is cool. We're making little gl- snow domes with the glitter and everything. <laughs> and he told me something. I'm like, well, dang, I ain't even thought about that. <laughs> but it was just, it was just simple art craft, you know. Yeah baby food jar with the lid and uh-huh. he told me some other stuff that they could do with that. I'm like, dang, uh-huh. dude, you just hurt, just bust my bubble. I had to well, come up with a whole new activity to man, do. Man, if you've been doing this as long as I have, you get creative. You take nothing. <laughs> you get, you take nothing and you got to make something out of it because you got to keep the kids' mind moving. Well, that's what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, you yeah, have you my do. feelings. Well, I just gave you some more stuff. <laughs> I was like, dang, man, really? They do hey, that with hey. it? Oh. <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah man. You know, I love. I thank the Lord. Glitter and glue. <laughs> yeah, I thank the Lord being in this community. You know, we got a lot of work to do, Bobby. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. You know, something I remember. I remember me and you were at a comedy show. Yeah. At the Canes Ballroom. Yeah. And and you and and the comedian. You went off. He was talking so bad about McLean. Yeah, I you went off that? on him. I went off on him. Yeah. I just took you out to McLean and let you speak to 40-some of my kids. And, he, and then you want to joke about McLean like, and, oh, I can't take, I can't wear my jewelry out there. I wear my jewelry out there. They yeah. can't wear your jewelry. I'm like, hey, bro, cut them out. What you doing? Yeah. Wow. You asked me, man, how did I feel about him talking about our schools? And I didn't like it at all either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, I, was, I, it was, it was, it was, uh, very demeaning, yeah, yeah. you know, for a comedian to get back and crack. Don't take them to McLean right. and push them down like yeah, it you was... don't even know McLean. Yeah, That's right. That's the key. Mm-hmm. You know what? They say that about North Coast. Well, well, yeah, they, that's the same thing. Well, no but hard feelings. But, but I understand what you're saying about your schooling, and it's an intimate place, and I'm taking you to my school, and I want, I'm introducing you to my students and people, kids that I interact with on a regular basis. And you deal with them, and you talk with them on a level that you're friendly. Then you go right, turn around right, right, and right. say something crazy. Yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah, you yeah need that to be checked for that. Some kind you got to be checked for yeah, that. Yeah, and I checked it. Yeah, I checked yeah. it because I work in almost every school around here. Mm-hmm. There's some facet. I get calls from parents at Memorial. I get calls right. last year was out at Edison. Yeah, well, you know, and they know I at least try to talk to a kid. Uh, you know, do it, but it also depends on what's in the house. You know, no one feelings. You know, I want to be there, but if if it's not right in the house, you got a young man, and then you got a boyfriend, and your boyfriend's mistreating you. You don't in the house. In the house. Right. And the boy, he's and you doing that. everything, and you doing everything. You the one working, you the one cooking, you the one cleaning, but you you you're giving them all this this. You're giving your boyfriend all this love, but, but you then your son ain't getting it. Yeah, he ain't getting no love. Oh man, and that is a very big problem. Yeah, because we have a know, lot of that, don't we? Yeah, we have an awful wow. lot, and I I know the women need love; they they want a man, but you know that's my cry to our men, because I was a dog before. Yeah, I, I know, was too. I, I'm we never gonna act dog. like no. I, I I would we never are. act like I was no great person. <laughs> yeah, right. God but, changed me, uh-huh. but you can't change your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God changed yeah, me, yeah, and yeah. so you can see you see because you've been there, right. so you can tell. You know what's going to be on the, the other side. Yeah, well, you hear a young man to. tell you that, you know, I'm used to seeing my mother get beat, get beat up or something. It, it ain't happening here in Tulsa. I was in Texas when this happened. Mm-hmm. I had a young kid I was working with who says you see his mother get beat up. I stopped the fight, and he asked me why. It was a fight at Wendy's. This man, dude was beating up his girlfriend. Oh wow! Because she didn't want to pay a certain amount of money for food, oh. and it was her money. Mm-hmm. And I had a kid with me from my church or something. And I stopped the fight, and it could have been dangerous. Right, right. You know, and I have a problem with that, trying to stop stuff like that. And sometimes I got to be my own business. Right. That. But it's hard for me to watch a woman get hit. Well, oh, yeah, I can't do It should be hard for, for anyone to watch yeah. a woman get hit. But so know, many do. So many do, and then they go back. Mm-hmm. Go back. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they go, go back. back. They, they yeah, think that's right. love. Right. It's, it's, it's de- he abuse. Yeah, let's, right. let's call it what it is. It is traumatic and it's abuse and it's a cycle of right. abuse. But if you don't know 
what that cycle of abuse is yeah. because you, you start identifying with right. your, well, he didn't mean it. Well, he had a bad day. Oh, well, we maybe made, if I did something different, uh, if I cut my hair, you know, that kind of I thing. Make that's up a was better. The way that, we right, made up, exactly. he showed so much love when we made up. Yeah. And then right. you got the other part. Mental abuse is worse than physical. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Mental it's abuse. traumatic. When yeah. you call lazy and fat and stinky and nasty, mm-hmm. dirty, you ain't, dumb, stupid, you ain't about nothing. You ain't about nothing. You'll never be nothing. But you, you weren't here with me? No. Yeah. And see, we used to worry about it mainly because, remember, a lot of parents would get mad and tell their boys, you're going to be just like your daddy. You ain't going to be nothing. Yeah, you just know, like you your know, daddy. You, you know, about... we can't have no negative confrontation mm-hmm. going back and forth to these kids. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because mm-hmm. it builds them up and it's lower their self-esteem. Right, right. You know, right. it made us go play basketball. Mm-hmm. I think that's why in the 80s, and plus we had gyms everywhere. Right, well, you, you, had, did. you had an outlet. Yeah, you, you had, had plenty of outlets. Outlet. You know, yeah. Here in our community, turn that we had energy lot. around. We had places to go to play games. Yeah, and yeah. it kills me how we lost them all. I mean, like, like Ben, ben Hill, Hill B.C. Franklin, Amy oh, Hall, yeah. all, all of them. All of them. Left and right, almost lost Chamberlain. Yeah, you're right. We, we came real, real, real close, close to losing change. But that that was a part of the plan, and people don't understand that the only thing supposed to be standing over in our neighborhood and our community <laughs> is Lacey Park. <laughs> Period. Lacey Park. That's it. Yeah. And it was initially set up so every neighborhood could have a center to go to. Right. Just like where Miss Wright was down yep. here. Okay. Yep. And we had swimming, and we had yep. the arts and crafts. Oh yeah, for sure. All, you know, you take a little something home every summer. You had something right. to take home and paint. Even you at know. the Hutchinson Branch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Even you, at just, the y. you said something, too. I forgot. You know, we get in a swimming pool at, at uh, the Dream Center. Oh, Y'all don't get a pool. We're going to get a swimming pool in about a year and a half that's with a splash cool. pad. And we will be teaching swimming. open swim classes. Yes. We oh, will be good. open swim You have the land class. to put it there. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. right. We already started. Uh, uh, Victory have already started. Uh, we already started a donation thing, I think. We got a pretty good amount of money. Already you, wait, you, you got a you got a pretty good amount of money, and guess what? I don't know if you know or you connect made the connections, but people probably aren't making the connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evangelicals that came, you know, that are funding a lot of things, and they back our president. <laughs> he's that he's he's been over. He I like his, how you put that. Pence has been over here. I like okay, how you put that. so yeah, the money coming to Dream Center. Period. Okay, so we're expecting things. From that, in I the community, what, the community has to be involved. Tell you what, Dream Center is outstanding. Yeah, I'm not just saying it because I worked there. Yeah, because I volunteered there two years prior, prior to before working. Right, so you they have a they have but a lot. To as offer. I say that, North Tulsa is outstanding. Yeah, we just it, gotta it get, we gotta believe in ourselves. Right, and we gotta quit downing each other and work together. Right, you know, and those and that, collaborate. Yeah, Be and willing to collaborate with the Dream right. Center, and the Dream Center is not an asylum within right, itself. We join so, anybody and you, wants to like do like you're talking about. You yeah. you you mentioned black 100 black men. Right, right. You're talking about the soccer the team, team, the white. All yeah. of all of these entities have to work together right. in order to make North Tulsa yeah. better. And it says two is better than one. Right. The Bible mm-hmm. tells me. Right. You know, you can do better with So if everybody's working want. together for the same hand, yeah, for it's good. that much easier. Yeah, right. It's easy. That's what it's all about. Wow. So we have to get together and, you know, gotta train up children. Got to, man. Yeah, you can't just be out here all willy nilly and let your children just one buck wild and expect them to grow up and just do a lot of great things because <laughs> they don't know. I wonder how tired I would be if I was short. 
<laughs> How tired you tired. be? Because God has blessed me to be taller and a lot of kids, uh-huh. and I was pretty good at mm-hmm. sports. Mm-hmm. So I was able to amuse a lot of kids. So I got a lot of kids through recreation. Right. I've always believed in education through recreation. We uh-huh. do recreation activities. That's what that is. But it's for the, to get educational knowledge. Yeah. And I've been able to do that because of my size. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying a lot. Yeah, I know. Kids, somebody like, try you, somebody no matter how big you are. Oh, God, I didn't yeah. got spit on. That's crazy. I did't got caught all kind of black and milk. That's funny. Well, look here. We're going to go to the phone lines. You know, it looks like we got a caller or two or somebody here. And let's see what we got going on. Uh, area code 918-378. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, Brother Larry. Hey, Bobby Eaton. Hey. What's going on? Ronnie Balfour. Ah, Ronnie Balfour. Ronnie Balfour. Balfour on the house. How you doing? A name from the past. (laughs) I'm doing great. Good to hear your voice. Larry, I am so proud of you, bro. You already know what you do for everybody else and what you do for your community. Thanks a lot, man. And the people that live around you. So, bro, proud of you, man. Thanks a lot, man. It means a lot. Oh yeah, he's in there doing yeah. it, Larry. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie. He's in there doing it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we oh, want. Yeah. He's gonna continue. He's what I call a frontline soldier. Been one for a long time. I ain't time. going nowhere till Lord take me home. That's it. And guess what? You know, the crazy part about that is, what's that about the Lord and all that? When I lost my son to cancer in 2012, his exact words to me was, "Daddy." Make sure you keep your life right so I can see you again. There you go. Yeah. It's my son. He's he's 19 years old. Yeah. And, Larry, I'm so proud of you, bro. Larry, you know what I'm talking about. Because we look at Uh each other every day. I know what y'all talking about. We proud. Mm-hmm. I'm proud. I'm well, happy to hear yeah, your I voice, take care of, Ronnie. I take care of the neighborhood. When I get all that stuff, uh, <laughs> when I'm through giving out fruit boxes and stuff, you go yeah, I go all through the right, neighborhood. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, my seniors, my brothers. Right. And then I get boxes of chips and candy and all that. All stuff. that kind of stuff. I got to huh? look out for my family. Right. Everybody around yeah. the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all the neighborhood. My grandkids. My grandkids. Ooh, good lord. They think I'm the candy man. <laughs> I got that from somebody else. Yeah, John three sixteen always yeah. boxes and stuff. Wow, yeah. that's good. Yeah, and those of you who don't know, yeah. uh, Ronnie, you you're a musician. Yeah. He's a musician. Yeah, play with yeah, a lot sir. of different people. Yeah, yeah. and, and your yeah. favorite boy and your your best friend, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Your best friend, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. You know, we good. Yeah, he we gave me a shot, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's on my resume. He gave me a shot. <laughs> yeah, for four years. Good. So I, I have, yeah, oh yeah, oh, you went out of doubt. It's all good. Well, we got Larry here, man. Glad you called in, man. And continue to listen and stuff like that. We're we're chopping it up, talking about the event that's coming up uh, October the tenth. The on the uh, Video shoot. shoot it's yeah. gonna take place at the Dream Center. Video shoot. He got the soccer soccer kids. Yeah, soccer yeah. kids. So if you know any elementary school kids that want to be a part of that video, have them come out this Saturday, man. Uh, it's gonna be there okay. starting at nine o'clock. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever I can do. All right. We know you will. Thanks a lot, Ron. All right, bro. I okay. love you, Larry. Love you. Okay. Bobby E. Yeah. Bobby E. Yes. Natalie Cole. <laughs> All right. A lot okay, of people don't man. know that. Natalie huh? Cole. So. Yeah. Well, hey, it is what it is. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because remember, you inspired me to be who I am today. Really? Yeah. You tell Bobby, me. You remember that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember back in the day. Yeah, when your, yeah, when your mom when your mom was at Moses with my mom, and she mm-hmm. said Bob was in town because you was with Natalie Cole. When I finally mm-hmm. got to meet you, I was a little kid. Your mom and my mom knew each other all they liked, and your dad. Oh yeah, for sure. Grew up together. Right. So when I met you, I thought that's what I want to do. I want to play. <laughs> I want to oh, yeah, those who saw. Yeah, good old <laughs> wow. days, man. Good old days. They were oh yeah, great days. I wouldn't change for nothing in life. Larry, mm-hmm. brother Harry, yeah. I love you, bro. You keep doing what you need to do. Remember, I told you, if you need me, you just gotta let me know. All right, man. Keep thanks me a lot. Man. Keep me in your prayers. Yeah. All right. Always, Larry. Okay. Come on, man. All right, bro. We're gonna get off of here and right. uh, and uh, come by. I know you're gonna come by and holler at me. So <laughs> you know, yeah, cause I got two of those drums up. I love you, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. Okay. Take care. All right. Love you. All right. That was a good conversation. Yeah. Great conversation from a brother. Yeah. And uh want to let everybody know you're on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. And on Saturdays from uh, 12 to 2, you can tune in. We always got something going on over here. You know, you never know who you're going to meet or who you're going to see or who you're going to hear from. You know, right here, KBOB 89.9 FM, and that's what's going on. We can take a break, another break. Call in 646-716-5525, and don't forget to press that one button. We'll be right back.
Yeah. 
getting twerked now. It wasn't fucking no more. Yeah, we're on the Bobby Eaton Show, and uh, we've been chopping it up, you know, a little knee-deep. <laughs> That's what's going on. Larry Harris in the house, Sherry Lasky co-host, and we've been chopping it up and uh, kind of like going through some things. Tell us again what's getting ready to take place this weekend, Larry. Okay, uh, this Saturday from uh, 9 to 10.30, we're going to do a video shoot of developing and, and uh, making the soccer field at the Tulsa Dream Center. FC Soccer is coming out with their whole crew. Video gonna, film crew. Video huh? film crew. And with their staff. And they bring in soccer balls and everything. And we're going to come out. When you first get there, you will have a table where you will mm-hmm. do your thermometer test, your, your temperature test. You'll get a mask on and we have gloves if you prefer to wear them. And then we'll go in and check in. It's only going to be an hour and a half at 30 as we make the field. That should be fun, too. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. There'll be some snacks there and stuff like that. And then uh, we're going to come back on that Thursday, and we bring in uh, uh, FC's uh, coaching staff. And they're going to train and coach our volunteers and parents and coaches in these elementary schools that want to come out and learn more about it. Bobby, you know what I didn't know? What's that? The soccer clocks go up, not down. What you mean? That means it starts at zero and play for 90 minutes. And then you play extra time. You play 45 minutes, 
and then you got a you have time, and then it plays the other forty five minutes, and then they have may have a seven minute overtime, something like that. I didn't know nothing. A long time. Yeah, I'm sitting there. How watching, many men on a soccer team? Uh, I saw nine on the, on the field, not counting on the, the field, uh, not counting your your two your two goalies. Yeah. So you have ten total. You have twenty people on the field. At the, at the, at the, the so ten on ten on each team, yeah. not including the goalies, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's that's like five over here and five yeah. over there, and each five. one of them have a goal. I would love to be able to tell you the position, but I don't know them yet. <laughs> I'm still learning. My yeah. biggest thing, like I told you, is no. I believe that we got talents. Oh, and yeah. all, everybody you know talent. we're going to have. Oh, yeah, every, and there's so many different. We got to yeah. try. You know, we, we kids, some we, we, you know we got talent. Yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. kids are going to excel yeah. and dominate. Well, you know, we've had great black soccer players, right, right, yeah. right. you know, around the world. Pay Lee, they got a pretty good right. one out there at FC right now, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, I can't remember his name offhand, but, yeah, we got a pretty good one out there. Yeah, right so now. we just, I guess we just have to learn the game, just right. like we have to learn. Yeah. And, and once we learn the game, we're going to be dominant. You know that. Right. We're going to be dominant. Absolutely. It's going to be like, uh-oh. And if you think about, like, worldwide, yeah. and if you need players from – I don't know how the U.S. does as far as going to other countries right. and playing, right. but you that gotta, opens up doors yeah. for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. it's but I'm I'm excited because, I, like I told them, we want to make this at least a five-year uh, cold mm-hmm. effort with them mm-hmm. where we every year – the league would not start – until March. Okay. Okay. Are we March. doing that? So that's centennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. 21st. Yeah. So that's uh, that's our year. That's, mm-hmm. that's the year. Black, mm-hmm. Black History Year. Yeah, Black Wall Street. Yeah, Black Wall Street Year. But yeah. we're going to, we just want to acclimate them now. Because mm-hmm. on the 17th, like I say, we're going to do a minute clinic. And that's for all the kids that want to uh, participate. Mm-hmm. They got to all be signed in by a certain day. And we'll have that ready for them this week. So, we want to stop our kids. We're going to stop at about 100. Okay. That way we can keep our social distancing and right. spread them out and keep that under control because COVID is not a joke. No, it is and not. And I don't want oh, nobody, nobody to say, you know, I thank everybody for the prayers for me. I want to say that because, boy, I didn't, I didn't have to be out in this field and delivering food to a lot of people and you know, yeah. sometimes you go home and you cough and you get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the glory of God. Sneeze and get nervous. Yeah, huh? yeah. The glory of God, man. Walk and, out that house right. and say, I'm bleeding blood. And you know, we're, we're approaching flu season yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so people right. are not going to be able to distinguish between the two. Right. You know, right. COVID right. or flu or, right. or what is, you know, yeah. that's going to be so crazy. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. You know, Fathor and North Tulsa right. that, and that, at that level. If I, if they come out like the basketball leagues have been the last, that's the dream center. I've been um, kind of directing the last five years, uh, three, two years on payroll. Uh-huh. But they have 14 teams and that many kids. And see, parents, when you don't charge, parents come out. Right. My main thing and our main thing at the Tulsa Dream Center and Victory is we're family. We're about family. And to have everybody come out, bring your kids. I had to see a lady come out, and she got four kids and a baby, just to see one kid play. She uh-huh. got them all with, right? Because you, you know, yes. yeah, because she want to support her child. She want to support, and it's uh, not going to cost her yeah. twenty dollars to nah, get in nah, there. No, it ain't going to cost no twenty dollars yeah. to get in yeah. there. You know, you, know, you guys have a lot of kids yeah. and parents and family yeah. to come out and support. Yeah, you and know, kids through so. the Tulsa Police Department and through the blessings of God, 
We haven't had no complications in none of these leagues in this last five years. That's you know, awesome. so everybody's been safe. You know, and that's a good thing. We got good security and we got cameras and stuff. So I want families to feel safe to come on out. So I want to ask yeah. you about, you, you said it's been five years. So those players, some of those little star players, they, what, what do they look like? How many have you seen? What schools yeah. are they going to? Uh, quite a few of them in college now. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had uh, a young kid uh, in basketball, little Bryce, that came out of McLean. He was in our men's league, our young men's league. See, that's we do a 16, we do a 16 through 22 year old league too. Right. And we do an elementary league, in the, like, I eventually start in March, mm-hmm. and then in June we do our our grown our okay. 16 through 22. Okay. We did a women's league last year. Okay. Oh yeah, I got pictures. We got women. I did a women's league had uh, six teams, uh, teams from TU and Oral Roberts, and wow. then uh, Shantae and them, the young girls from North Tulsa. They played for my wife at McLean back in the day. Wow. You know, it's, it's just. We just want to bring activities to North Tulsa. Right, right. You know? That's a, that's amazing, yeah. and that keeps people engaged yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you know, I didn't necessarily hear about it, right. but it's just like I did not know it was. Yeah. I, I only see the kids when right. I go to right. the Dream Center. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything about the 16, yeah. 22 year old. 16 so through 22 year old league, and uh, it's a co-ed league. I had job corps in there last year. Let me tell you something. Three years ago, job corps won one game. A year really? later, they won two games. This year, now Art Williams is over that crew. They, bring, they come out in a big bus. Oh, so he's over at Art? He's over at Job Corps? Yeah. He's at Job Corps. I didn't know Art was over he there. He come out, he bring them out in a big old bus, <laughs> a 64-passenger big bus, <laughs> and they roll out, and they all come there. This last year, they went 92. Wow. They made it to the second round. Wow, okay. They got yeah. beat he, out, turned, uh, he turned it around over oh, there, Oh, yeah, huh? yeah. He's doing some things. Oh, oh, but I, Art is one of my mentors too. I've always had high esteem for Art Williams. Yeah, Art's yeah. a good dude. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. know, I one thing I'm gonna tell you is, you know how we brought up mannerism go a long way. You respect people, and, and that integrity as we talked about, you know, it goes a long way, man. I thank the Lord for all the people that's praying for me, and not just me, our organization, Tulsa Dream Center, praying for all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's never a me thing. Right. You know, I want to try to stay humble all I can. You know, I, I appreciate people saying how the things are being done, but it's not me. It's what the Lord let me do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's my prayers every morning, you know, because I can get beside myself. I'm a former athlete. Mm-hmm. And Bobby, you're a former musician. Mm-hmm. You know, we can get out of that cloud. Yeah, we can get out there. Yeah, we can get, get out there and get on yeah. that cloud. But yeah. you got to learn how to have the wisdom and how to know, uh, look at all of that. In right. the past, right. and pick out the good and, leave and the separate and leave the rest of it alone, yeah, man. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't, it'll drive you today. And you You'll can. still be engulfed in all of that behavior. And do not judge another yeah. person because right. you judge, it comes right back. Well, we man. don't have nothing to judge nobody yeah. with. No, yeah, I know, but you know, you know, sometimes we get that. Well, well see, in our community, yeah. we got a lot of lot of self hate. Yeah. You know, amongst ourselves, right. there's a lot of hate going on. You know, like them crabs in the bucket that we yeah, always talk yeah, about. Yeah. And we don't want to see others succeed. Ooh, and so right. when you succeed, oh, he think he all that. Yeah. She thinks she all of that. Uh, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and, and instead of, instead instead of, of congratulating of saying, them, you're wonderful. Really, you I really like job. what that brother's doing. I right. like what that sister's doing. Yeah, right. What can I do to help him? But you know what's so crazy? 
I know in the sixties and seventies it wasn't like that. You remember you was with well, me, and you know too. The sixties and seventies <laughs> was an era that where you had community, right? You right. had real, community yeah. raising real that's community that's raising community. Right. Check you at the pool, yeah, right? You yeah. know, you oh, had yeah. you had that happening at that particular time because you couldn't do nothing oh, in, no. in the neighborhood. No, no, you weren't doing nothing. You yeah. weren't doing nothing. Anything. Your name meant a lot. That's it? one of them Harris boys. Yeah. yeah, Minnie Lee, your son down here acting up. Grab your body out of here, take you home. Or she will maybe tighten you up. Take you yeah, up right they, take, they whoop you and then take you home. home. And you get, get on another second whooping. Yeah, yeah. You you disrespect. Yeah. You didn't interrupt. You didn't interrupt any seniors enough when yeah. they talking. Oh, you no, just we don't vote you, you, get out you the just room. Be, get out the room and don't be quiet. Ask, well, what you say, huh? Yeah. What you say? No, no, get out my get out. None of that. What but see, we live in a day today's time. Let, oh, they haven't God. been taught any of that. Right. What about yeah. when, when Mama call your name? You holler, huh? What? I uh, never huh, seen what? I seen shoes look like boomerangs. Oh, who you talking? I seen them too. Yeah. Shoes yeah. like boomerang. Right. Yeah. You know. What you say to me? You better, right. Yes, ma'am. Here I come. Right. That better be your word. We we and you know we we teach our kids this surprise when our kids leave us and who they're around influence them and they bring that bring that back to the house and they're like I didn't send you out that way so now I got to put in extra work to check you and like no partner this is not well, how we do things the thing so, about it is a lot of youth get with their friends and their mm-hmm. peers yeah. and they, they, they talk about even the parents, right, right? You know, I wouldn't let my mama couldn't do my mom, exactly. my daddy. Uh-uh. I wouldn't. If I was you, I wouldn't put up with all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? 18, I'm eighteen. I'm grown. I'm, 18. I'm an adult. And you ain't paying no bills. You living in this you house, yeah. exactly. And they, and they Where feel you like they, from? right. See, they I feel have, entitlement, right, entitled. Right. You I know, some of, some of, not all now. Some of them. You got some good you young people out people. here right. that are, right. are doing the right things, respect right. their parents. Right. All of them are not like that. But I just right. think there's so much negativity in the technical system as far that as. You don't, that you have no control. You don't have no control of. Now, right. tell, tell me this. Yo, you, your son come home, put his wallet on the table, and he got four $500. But he ain't got a job. Well, he's doing something that he ain't got no business. Okay. Where did that come from? Do we ask questions? Yes, you do. Do we say, give me $100 and help on these bills, boy? No. Where you get this money Because if you're a parent of integrity, if you're a parent of integrity and you've got some pride about yourself, you won't take illegal money. Thank you. No matter what, to pay a bill. You know, that's got to go. You know, mm-hmm. so because all you're doing is endorsing his behavior, behavior when you do that, right? And then not only yeah, that, you're, you're just giving, endorsing it. No, you're giving your power away yeah, when you do that. Yeah. Because if I'm if I'm if I'm kicking Mama like three hundred dollars or whatever to do this, that, and the other, guess what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna push the envelope as far as I can. Because if you're giving Mama that money, three hundred dollars all the time, every week or whatever, all of a sudden. You like you said, Sherry. You're yeah. giving the power away. Now he feels like he's right. in control. I'm the man. Yeah. I'm the man. I pay bills. Um, I pay I, bills. I I'm giving you. Because when I'm the argument go comes, when I there right. comes the argument between right. you and your mother. Right. You know. Exactly. Well, what because the hell are you talking about? I've been. If it wasn't for me, oh, you wouldn't yeah, have. Your life would be out of right. right. Life, liquor, right. water, and right. gas. You know. So uh, you know your child got yeah. your child got an ounce of weed. You get a sack from him or smoke with him. Oh, we got to no. stop all this stuff, man. We got to stop all this that? stuff. They doing it. Oh, oh come for on. sure. 
It's a oh, lot. No. It's a lot of moms. Look, with marijuana being uh, legal, legal here in Oklahoma, you got a lot of seniors and older people. Everybody's smoking weed. No, um, you no. Know, well, no, I ain't gonna say everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna say there's an abundance of people who are out here smoking weed. There, there's young youth. Yeah. There's some middle aged thirties, forties, and fifties. Even a couple few sixties right. out here smoking marijuana. Right, right. You know, and uh there hey Johnny, uh you got a joint? You got some papers? You got some yeah, papers? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's how they doing it. Go down to the store and bring me back a black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring me back a black and mild. Yeah. That's what they call yeah. it, right? See, that just goes to show. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. I'm in yeah. my you you know, yeah, your age, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. you kill me. And she I'm goes, like She looked beautiful, she worried about her age. I'm like, okay, now I'm at a party. I've never drank in front of my mom. Ever. Ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. And I have my niece and nephew, they come pulling out the bottles of you know, just, it was weird. And I was like Wait, who wait, wait a second, y'all drinking? In front yeah. of my mama? But it was norm for they didn't think anything of it. And I was just like, dang. Yeah. Do you know I never was. you know I never heard my mother curse? Oh uh, my mother drink. Right. But right. my mother had me at forty years old. Okay. You know, and okay. I am the youngest. The baby. I'm the youngest right. of twelve kids. Right. Right. So, no, nah, I never seen that. Hey, we couldn't use the word lion house. Oh God, that we you couldn't use beat. the word punk. Get dang. You can't, use no can't say dang. No, you can't say dang because that's just say like shoe. saying the word. You can't say that's shoe. just like saying the word. Yeah, yeah, all of those. You know, those, those are some things that we look back and I remember because my sister used to say it all the time. I'd be glad when I have my kids. I ain't gonna be that strict. Yeah, <laughs> and, some, and some of them, some of them weren't that strict. Yeah. And that's what happened. You when they got out from under their mothers in them house, <laughs> right. they stopped doing a lot of things yeah. and said, Woo because what happened back in a lot of those times we should have to share bed bedroom, right, right, right. three mm-hmm. and four in the bedroom yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you get grown, you get you a house, then now your kids don't have to share no they bedroom. Have a bedroom yeah, to they have a bedroom to themselves. Yeah. And, they you know, and all of this so they can I'm not gonna do like yeah, you said, yeah, my kids play. the way yeah, my parents yeah, yeah. raised Work. me. <laughs> but man, look what we learned back in the days. We was truly, like you said, a community because we was there for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was nothing wrong with well, going uh, two doors down. Go get a cup of sugar. Yeah, you know, right. Exactly. That kind go of get stuff. an egg. Right. Yeah, yeah, one egg. Mm-hmm. And then bring it back when you go grocery shopping. <laughs> my mother make us take it back. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's how we did it. That was right. integrity. Well, that was understood. That was a sense of community. The word of it takes a village to raise, to raise a child. A child. You know, we've gotten away from that because nowadays you don't even know your neighbors. Some mm-hmm. in some neighborhoods, not all, but some neighborhoods they, they don't even know the neighbors and stuff like that. And that's sad. Kids are inside the homes now; they're not outside but, in the yards playing. You know, uh, burglar bars are on on houses. Right. So people lock their cars, right. and and it's well, you got to you got to <laughs> today because I remember a time when you, we didn't lock the doors on our houses. Did right. you see? Oh, you know. Right. Over on Main, we used to yeah. sleep outside. Sleep outside on sleep front on porch. porch. We used to do it too. Look at the stars all yeah, night, all sleep. night long. Catching, catching the uh, goat. What they call them? Fly, but, uh, the, the, you're talking about lightning, lightning, lightning bugs. bugs. Put them in Put jars them in and stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah, you know, picking fruit off of trees yeah. and eating oh, those. Yeah. We we didn't oh, yeah. we didn't have oh, those yeah. other restrictions mm-hmm. of, of that fear of somebody gonna. Do poison the Somebody gonna poison the food. Are just plain scary. Yeah. Scary folks out there. It's you know, just, wow. The Bible said wow. these days was coming, and they're yeah. they really here. 
You well, don't know who you want to, who you can well, trust. You can, you, know. you can see what's going on in the world today of things happening. Climate control is yes. one issue. Yes. You got California and all those states yeah. out there burning uh, up. Right. And then you Washington. got, you got down south the the, the, the oh, hurricanes yeah. and stuff coming yeah. in between, and stuff like you have that. The temperature drops. Temperature and drops, little, and yeah. then you got a president that's a damn fool. You know what I mean? You got yeah. all of this stuff going on. Uh, uh, Black Lives Matter police scene and people getting shot. The world is changing. Yeah. It is changing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't know if it's for the better. But it's up to us to make sure that we do our part to make that's what that, you gotta that. do. And that's and all that's, you and can that's do. the thing, you know, we talk about like you're talking about education and kids. Right. I always go back to education, education. because I was an educator right. that's in it. the educational system. But you know, you send your kids to school but your kids really can't play out in the in the in the neighborhood right, right. or you won't let your kids go right. play with other folks and the school becomes Everything to everybody. That's the and only time the kids complain. Like, I can't do all of this for your kids. What you gonna do? Yeah. You know. So it's just like it's a battleground, yeah. and as the parent teachers get burnt out, you're like, no, I, my, was, my uh, mental health is more important than what we got going on right that's here. That's true. So, that was the part of the problem we had in Monroe last year. Wow. Uh, as we changed over Monroe to way we wow. changed over closing down Pier, the kids. When they got to Monroe, they got to see people because Monroe was one of the only schools over there. So they got to see their homeboys who mm-hmm. they don't normally see every day. Mm-hmm. Right. So they wasn't really focused on the right things all the time. So, so and, so. you know, as just as Monroe was getting under control and things were getting good, the permadeath happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, now we got to start all over again. Right. You know, right. but th- I think this year Monroe is going to be outstanding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's going to be great, huh? You, are, you were working over at Monroe? Uh, through the 21st Century Grand and stuff, uh, Pastor Tim allowed me to be able to go over there. That's and, awesome. Uh, and uh, helping me and Mr. Kaiser, the new principal over there. He was a vice principal last year. Mm-hmm. We're pretty good friends. We have uh, Monroe is our biggest number of uh, 100 black men, mentees. Okay, good. Mentees. We had good. Uh, 47 at Monroe last year, 6th mm-hmm. and 8th grade. Mm-hmm. For a fact, we was going in there twice a week wow. uh, per grade because we don't like doing more than 15 kids in a classroom at one time. Okay. You know. Well, I heard I heard about Monroe and how that changed just yeah. kind of yeah sucked the energy out. Well, of the it, it sucked the energy out. I'm gonna tell you now. I think our educators. I just hate this. We got to get our parents to realize your kid is in school to learn. Okay. So every time the uh, kid come home, he's not telling the truth all the time. That teacher just don't like me. Uh, that teacher that she picking out, find out. Why? Find out. Go up there without it's letting them know you're coming on. up to the school mm-hmm. and do your yeah, surprise. You Remember gotta, back in the my, day, you shoot. never know when mama's they looking for the window, popping up. Pop up, up on you. You can't do that nowadays because some parents aren't necessarily, you Legal. know. Yeah. Straight and narrow. You know, Some parents are going to go by what their kids tell them. And yeah. no matter what and, their kids yeah. say, it's, it's right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just unbelievable with some, with, you know, parents, the expectation. You know, you send, your, all, yeah. you send your child here knowing full well these are the issues that you're dealing with in that child. And you want me to take care of them? Baby, baby I'm sorry. Well, um, I, I'm, I can't. I got a call, Dr. Logo, and uh, his mother said, well, Larry, I see you is right, because uh, she got to see her son now every day, all day, mm-hmm. whereas you left school from 8 to 4, okay. 8 to 5. 
Now he's at home. So you yeah, see that he's now getting into things. Now you see yeah. that he's getting into things. Now it wasn't, he wasn't always wrong. She right. wasn't always wrong. He wasn't, always wrong. He wasn't right. staying still. Right. He right. can't stay still. He's and I can't you. beat him. Yeah. I can't I can't put my hands on your baby. You have to do that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it it's it oh God. My last yeah, three crazy. months and that whole thing, I was yeah. like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> good. I love it. Yeah, me too. I love it. I, I do too, it. but the, the grade level I was working with at that particular that particular year. Yeah. I'm, mm-mm, I don't yeah. ever. Yeah. High well, school is where I need to stay and be. Well, hey, Larry. Mr. Larry Harris, I want to thank you, man, for taking time to come to the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Man, great things you're doing in the community, and we want you to continue on doing those things, man. Tell us before we leave what's going on this Saturday. Okay, this Saturday is the, the, the film shoot, the development of the soccer field at the Tulsa Dream Center from 9 to 10.30. Soccer field coming, huh? Soccer field coming, and they even, uh, the guy said, I'm going to let you in on a secret. We bought y'all a machine. Mm-hmm. So you can keep it at your own place and you can mark your field. So yeah. we got to be that visual watching right. the mark so we'll know how to do it ourselves. That's oh, going to take yeah. care of that, uh, 9 to 10. Yeah, 9 10:30. This coming Saturday. Yeah. So give out a phone number, some way they can contact you. You can call the Tulsa Dream Center and get more information. Or you can call me personally, Larry Harris, 682-221-8684. Or you can email me at Larry Harris Small Caps five two two at yahoo dot com. All right. Coming all three. Good. Well thank you, bro. We're gonna get you back, okay? All right. All right. Uh, You're on the Bobby Eaton show where we tell our stories our way. Hey Sherry, that was pretty pretty good, huh? Pretty good. Pretty Pretty good. good. A lot of great information and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We want you guys to continue on uh KBOB eighty nine point nine FM if you're in Tulsa. And if you're not in Tulsa, you can tune in at KBOB899.com. And we want you to be a part of our listening audience. And tell a family member, tell a friend, tell somebody. Okay, let me get 90 seconds out of there. (laughs) And just tell a family member, tell a friend. And uh, we want you to do what's right and do the right thing. And that's what we need to do. All right. Until the next time, have a good one. for some inspiration don't miss word of sunday each and every sunday morning at 8 30 a.m on kbob 89.9 fm that's word of sunday with bishop melvin cooper a world one for christ family life ministries right here on kbob 89.9 fm